0: My hood. Okay. okay. Welcome back to my Hood Podcast, this is part two out of the four-part series of the HBO story. I always start up by uh, explaining why this podcast was created. You know, uh, it's, uh, I think it's important to tell the stories that come out of certain neighborhoods. Everybody has a story and everybody has the right to, uh, to hear that story, especially when you talk about um, a time, a time of a place where it was really difficult to survive, for instance, like in the 80s in New York City was a crazy time, just like throughout the States. I'm sure everybody fell into hard times, but I only could tell my story and for what I saw and the people that was involved in my environment. And um, on today's guest, I have my man, Poppo. They call him Dawn. They call him Pops. It comes with different names. What do you prefer, Bobo?
1: Uh,
2: nowadays, Don. Don? Okay, let's go yeah. with Don. Yeah. All right.
0: Um, For the viewers, for the people that's tuning in, I choose to tell, uh, to tell the HBO story because it was a group of young men that was coming up, and it was really made a mark in my neighborhood. You know, um whatever, some people may view it for good or for bad. Just look at it as a bunch of young men just trying to uh, um, learn about life and um, trying to survive. For people that are not from New York City, let's talk about that, Bible. Like, people don't understand. If you're not from New York, New York, there's five boroughs, right? And New York people are extremely proud people. So what I mean by that is that if you go out somewhere, you got people yelling out, yo, the Bronx is in the building, Queens yeah. is in the building, Brooklyn. Is in the... So you have already that divide um mechanism as it is, right? And then so you could you could come you could come, you could get into trouble with that. You might be in a place and you're surrounded by Bronx people, right? But so you have that mentality, and then if you break it down even further. We have Brooklyn that have different sections. So besides you got to look out for Queens, Bronx, uh, um, Staten Island and all that. Now you got to deal with Brooklyn because Brooklyn breaks apart. Then you got New Island. Then you got Eastern York. Then you got bed Then you got Bronzeville. You know what I'm saying? So that that's a New York mentality. We are all prideful people. So we get out, we get out where we come from. I'm sure it's no different than other places, but, you know, sometimes you got, you might have North Carolina, South Carolina, but there's always like different sections. And for yeah. us, um, and in the 80s back then, although I was very young, I seen a lot and um, heard so many stories. And um, another thing at this time piece, in the 80s, you got to understand, Bushwick at one time was considered the Myrtle Capital. So where, the, where HBO is coming from, the story stems from the 80s, right? Where everything I just mentioned, then is the murder capital. In the 80s, you got crack just came into to the neighborhood. So you did it with drugs, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, everybody, so like I said, you got all these sections. And then within Bushwick is one part of the section of Brooklyn. Now you got dealing with different blocks, Yeah. So this is for the people that are not from New York. I'm just trying to explain to you guys. And if you are from Bushwick or from New York, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm from a block named Saddam. But a couple of blocks away, there might be another crew. And then you got that crew. So you have all these situations, all these circumstances, right? You got drugs coming in. You got people repping different blocks, different crews. You know, the murder rate, is out there is crazy. Um, and another thing also is that the, uh, the dropout rate at that time was 85%. So people wasn't even finishing school. So if you mix that up, and then you got some parents that was on drugs, or some parents that just really worked really hard to try to do the best for their kids. So you have all that circumstances, all those situations, and you mixed up in the pot. You're going to have some tough times. You're going to have some interesting stories to be told. So this is a celebration for all the brothers and sisters that survived that type of situation. I think we everything anybody um, when you come from the hood, doesn't matter if you're Chicago, L.A., Philly, Florida, we all to a degree suffer from PTSD. You know what I'm saying? There's no way in the world that you could survive those circumstances and not and just come out unscathed. It's going to affect you one way or another. And there's prostitutions everywhere. You know what I'm saying? To see a woman sell their body for crack, that does something. That does something yeah. to your mind. You know, so a lot of these brothers that we're going to be speaking to, survived that time, and now they work hard, they provide for their family, and um, they different men, but they went through a lot. So I definitely wanted to tell the HBO story. And this is not just about HBO. This is about Bushwick. This is about, if you're from Bushwick, this is something that you should be, you should take interest in. Because this is something that you can show up to your kids and be like, yo, look, what they talking about, it really happened. That was some real shit. I lived through that. Or my uncle lived through that. My cousin lived through that. And we're not even getting to the jail system. A lot of brothers was getting locked up. And back then, you catch, you catch a body, you get caught with a gun charge. It's not like now where you do 10, 15 years, whatever. Motherfuckers going in and out of jail. So all the killers was going into jail coming back in the streets. Yeah. Motherfucker catch a body and come back in a couple of years. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It was a real interesting time to say the least. But um, I just wanted to um, break that down for the viewers. Um, so let's get, before we get into the HBO um, story, because that was an infamous crew in the 80s, I always like to start with the individual's journey. Like, um, yeah. growing up, and I described the neighborhood already. What was your first witness or experience that you saw with any type of crime activity?
2: Growing up, I, I was maybe five or six years old. I'm looking out at I'm looking out my window. I see this eighteen wheeler trailer stop at the lights, traffic light, and I see guys running behind the truck. Hmm. opening up the doors and just unloading. I mean, unloading and fast, too. And it's going into the alleyway right beside my building. I'm watching the whole thing, how they set it all up. Right. The light changes. The truck keeps going. The guy jumps off the truck. The guy has no idea that they unloaded like half his truck.
0: (laughs) Oh, so the driver... Wait a minute. So you think the driver wasn't even aware of this?
2: Really? Yeah. And then I run to my other window, which I could see the alleyway. And I'm watching these guys open up the boxes and their radios and TVs. And I'm like, you know, I'm young, but I'm like. Right. that's That stood in my head. I'm like, well, I wasn't sure what they did because I didn't understand, like, what actually went on. Right. But it stood in my head. And as I got older, I realized that they would what they were doing. Was stealing to make money,
0: right? Right,
2: and that whole little setup they did just stood in my mind, like how they went about it.
0: You know, um, growing up at that time when you was a kid, how many um, siblings you had in the house? Was it a big family? You came from a small family?
2: I had two brothers and one sister. Okay. Well, growing up at that age, I was alone. Okay. There was no siblings I was the first born. Got gotcha. you.
0: Got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. And then later on, your, your two brothers and sisters came. Um, Which, uh, so when you seen that, what part of Brooklyn you, you're originally from? Where you was born, what hospital you was born in? Kings County. Kings County. Okay. So you've been a Brooklyn boy your whole entire life. You believe Brooklyn. <laughs> so, okay. so So you see that. Did things like that happen on the daily around that uh, around that um,
2: yeah. area? It did. So I seen, mm-hmm. I seen ladies, I seen all this from my window. Right. I seen like pocketbooks get snatched. I seen guys get hit, get knocked out, and they search their pockets.
1: Right. And they
2: wasn't bad.
0: Um, around that time, because I spoke to some of the um, other HBO members like a uh, certain part of Bushwick was a lot of Italians but from my understanding where you was at wasn't too much of Italians right it was more African Americans or black people yeah yeah. was that did you find that difficult for you for you being so light skinned and being in that environment I'm, I
2: didn't find it different because we're all human right the only, the only thing it was that you had to fight to prove yourself Right,
0: you was being you tested. Didn't fight,
2: yeah, if you didn't fight, you was getting robbed from whatever for whatever you had. Right, and I used to fight every morning for my candy money <laughs> school. Every morning they waited for me on on the corner of the block. What grade do you think this was? I was in what first grade, I think, second grade.
0: Oh, so early on, you already had to defend yourself. And when and when you did that, did you? Gain that respect quickly, or it took a couple of fights. You think?
2: Oh, it took a good couple of fights because it wasn't the same person I was fighting every day. It mm-hmm. was somebody else that wanted to see if he could get my money. Oh, there ain't okay. nobody. I mean, I should go home and bust the lips and everything, but I had my candy. <laughs> did
0: your so parents funny. ever? Did your parents ever anything said anything about that? Was they worried about that
2: or? Um. My father was one that he didn't really worry because he wanted me to become, you know, a man. And not at that age, but he wanted me to learn how to defend myself. Right. So I don't get so I don't get picked on a bully. Right. And believe you, I I did a lot of fighting on that block. I lived oh.
0: on. Okay, okay, okay. So um so then that that happens. So at what at what age do you get to so from there did you go straight to Saddam or you go to another neighborhood?
2: No, from there, we we stood in Brooklyn. We moved to Park Slope. Okay. Then we wanted, then we wanted to come right back to Bushwick, which was Saddam.
0: Mm. So when you get to Saddam, which is, you know, the block that I grew up in, uh, when you get to Saddam, what what was your do you um it was way back but do you remember that feeling of getting to the block you know you moving in your furniture was you, people looking at you
2: was was you greeted right away yeah you know you know you know you know when you move to a block everybody's staring at you right and <laughs> how you living or whatever but um I didn't really talk to too many people because right. you know how you don't know nobody exactly I know. I winded up liking some girl named Maritza that lived two buildings away from me on the first floor.
1: Two
0: so, but okay. Mm-hmm. So that was you think that was the first person you started, uh, started talking to at the time when you first moved in?
2: Yeah. ha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lorraine. Lorraine lived in the same building on the top floor. And I think that was it. Those were the us, those three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: so, um, so when you meet these girls, did you automatically, what school you went, what school you went to, what school you attended? 162. So, when you went to Saddam, you started going to junior high school in 162. Okay. Okay. So, um, how was the experience like? Well, wait, wait, before open. me, I'm sorry, before we get, to, uh, get into that. So, when you, when you, what you thought about Bushwick? Because Bushwick at that time, I think, was more still Italians, right? So you went from a black neighborhood to to Italians, or the Italians was, had left? No. Us.
2: When I moved to Saddam, there wasn't that much Italians on the block. There was a lot of Puerto Ricans. Okay, okay, okay. okay. The Italians were over there on St. Nicholas, from St. Nicholas over. Okay. From White Corp down, think- it was... huh?
0: No, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say, but St. Nicholas was just right there in the corner. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's still. you. That's that's what was weird about Saddam Street because you walk up to St. Nick as soon as you cross over, you're in Queens.
0: Exactly. It was borderline Queens. And then, so one corner is Queens and another corner is Brooklyn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and right Saddam is middle. right in the middle. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so you was about to get into, um, how was your experience at, um, 162 with high school?
2: 162 at that time, when I moved back to, um, when we moved to Saddam, I was into rock. Mm. So I had long hair. I had my part down the middle. I was a rock head. You know, (laughs) everybody in the school looked at me because they knew I was Spanish, but I was act, you know, acting like. Right. He was One was them Yeah, heads. yeah, yeah, the rock exactly. heads. so the girls were cool. They said, yo, why don't you get a haircut? So I'm looking at them like, get a haircut? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm like, well, she told me about get a haircut. Ain't no wrong with my hair. <laughs> so they are telling me, oh, if you get a haircut, you might look different, this and that. So it dawned on me, I, kept, I thought about it for a couple of days. Then I told my father, I said, look, I'm going to go get a haircut. There's right. a barbershop right around the corner of St. Nick, he said, pause. all right. I do. Yeah, pause. And he gave me the money. So the girl told me what kind of haircut to get. Because I asked, her, I said, what kind of haircut should I get? She said, get a DA. I said, a DA? I go to the barbershop. I'm looking at all the pictures. Then I tell her, yeah, I want a DA. What <laughs> the DA, still- head- what that's the for, a DA? I have not. Some people said, duck's ass. Because when he styled the back of your hair, yeah, it looked like a duck's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I looked in the mirror, and I was like, oh, shit. Ducks ass. But when he was done, as he was cutting my hair, I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm actually seeing the transformation mm. from what I was, right. and what I was looking with his haircut. So right. when he was done, I was like, Oh, shit. You like you what know. you saw? Yeah. I was like, yo. So I left it like that. He put a ton of hairspray, whatever he did. Then I watched how he did it with the blow, and I, I learned how to do it. Next day I go to school, I was a totally different guy. See, and people don't understand that.
0: But people fail yeah. to understand that in the neighborhood, especially I'm sure it's like that in every neighborhood, but we talking about our neighborhood you get if you looked at a certain way, they, you they would they would tease your ass. You know how yeah. kids are; they ruthless. So I could just imagine you coming to the to a yeah. school looking like a metalhead, rock and yeah. roll. They're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" So you know, yeah. I'm sure that wasn't easy either. And even the guy must have been looking at you like, "What the fuck?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Looking like. This guy looked like fool. Meanwhile, you had, yeah. at that time you already had like a hundred fights from the other neighborhood. Exactly. <laughs> so um, so you get this haircut. So you then you go to school, and how was that reaction when you get there?
2: I actually blended it in with everybody else. Mm. The girls were talking to me, they were asking me if I had brothers. One girl said that I looked like her ex, and I'm like, <laughs> I bet it. and then my game was handball, so when we used to go to, y- to the yard. I played handball, and I started meeting more heads. Right. I started. That's when I started meeting the knuckleheads from the school, one by one. Like I would, right. I would listen to how they would talk and how they moved their hands, and I look at them. And then next, next thing you know, I'm actually in in that crowd, right? Getting introduced to more heads and more heads and more heads. That's how I started knowing the people I know.
0: Through playing sports, playing handball yeah. and all that. Which handball, if people? If people like I said, you're not from New York, you might not know what handball is. But handball is a serious sport in the hood, especially yeah. for Latinos. Like nah. you know, you take one of those blue balls, you throw against the uh, against the wall. You got to smack it with your hand, but it's not that easy. It's actually, uh, it, it gets really competitive. I've seen many fights break out of because of a handball
2: game. Yeah. <laughs> And that was my game. Right. I sports. That's what I play, Hamble.
0: So, um, how does HBO start to form, you know, for you? Like, for, for your recollection? Because it's funny, when I speak to different individuals, I get, like, different answers. So, and I get it. When you look back at history, everybody has their own perspective. You get what I'm saying? Right. So for, for your recollection,
2: what can HBO, you... HBO... HBO... Started when I came back to the block. I really didn't hang out on the block. No. I used to get and shoot out to Queens. I used to hang out on Gates and Seneca. I had a little squad there. Mm. I got too hot there. I got too hot that the cops know it's my name, and I didn't like that. So that's when I said, it's time for me to leave here and go back down to my hood.
0: Did so you got hot with the cops? In, in what way? Yet you just like just hanging out in the streets, or you guys? No, being known as criminals. Okay, so so let's be, let's get into that. Before it's, yeah, I don't want to skip that. that part. How yeah. did how how did you get into? Two, how did you get introduced to crime? Like how you started doing? I know you was <laughs> just young, but yeah. but uh, um, I think last time we spoke, you was mentioning that there was certain clothes you wanted to get. And I think that, yeah. was a, that was a change for you.
2: That's that's what actually drove me into crime. Because, right. you know, back in the days, your parents think that they take you shopping, and they think because to their eyes it looks good, but they don't realize what you look like when you go to school. Right. So when my father used to want to buy me clothes, I used to be like, I'm not wearing that. Oh, you're going to wear this? Or this and that. And he bought me some shoes that I was like, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> No, The shoes sat in the closet the whole year. I ain't put them on. Right. Right. I had a pair of boomers that I used to griff in them shits to make them survive the whole year because I was not putting on them shoes.
0: And that's another thing. In New York, And that's the, get a toothbrush yeah. and clean that shit. Every yeah. time, boy. Anytime you see a little scuff, because we yeah. high maintenance. And that's another thing about New York City. In the 80s, there was so much change. You know, hip-hop was on the rise. So that whole, uh, uh, the music was different. Yeah. You had cars
2: with the systems. It it was funny because at that time, not everybody liked rap. Right. It was new. They used to write write it on the walls. mm. Rap. Rap this. And then as time went by, it was funny because the people that weren't liking it, were actually singing it. Mm. I got Yeah. yeah. Right. They didn't like rap at all.
0: Right, because in, in the neighborhood, there was a lot of uh, freestyle music. Yeah. Freestyle was big and, and Bushwick. Bushwick.
2: And disco, right? right. Back in that times, the the popular dance was the hustle. Mm. You gotta be talking about early eighties, though. <laughs> yeah. You, you knew how to dance for the hustle. You was the man in the club. I'm tell you right now. Right, right, No right, joke. Right.
0: So yeah. then, so you, so you wanted to get clothes that um, pops couldn't really afford at the time. So, um, so
2: I started doing. Sticks. I was just sticking there, sticking over there. Okay.
0: So who who plugged you into into that type of um, hustle?
2: I met other guys that were into that. Mm-hmm. So they tried They said, Yo, I got this. We're gonna go do this. This is how it is, it's this this is that is this. You game? And I'm like, Yeah. So they gave me a piece, boom. And I don't play no jokes when I say I'm game, I'm game. Right. That's always, true. you know. It's like it, it, it was act. It was actually in me, just waiting to expose itself. You know what I mean? Like gotcha. it, it, it was always in my heart. I never held back. And people that know me, and have some certain things with me, they know what I'm speaking right now is right, the right. truth. Right. I I actually transform when it comes to a situation like that. Like you will go with me to do it, and you look at me like, oh, because I, I I turn into a total different person.
0: I think you have to, right? To a degree, you have to become something else in order to, su- to survive a situation. Because when you when you talking about that type of hustle, anything can happen. This is not <laughs> this is not standing on the corner moving work. This is like nobody move. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that could that could turn ugly real quick yeah. in the drop of a
2: dime. Do you was you nervous the first time you did that? No, because I was told. The reason why I wasn't nervous because I was told the amount of money that was going to be there. So if and anything,
1: that
2: I was hype. <laughs> what? I was hyped because all I was thinking about I'm going to go and I'm going to buy me. In my mind, I was like, as soon as we're done with this, I'm hitting the app. Right. Right. And I, let me tell you something. After that one time, it was it was over. You was hooked. Yeah. There's I no other shopping.
0: way. There's no other way of making money. This is it.
2: Then I started getting into other stuff. From right. there, I got into stealing cars, and I got into um, burglarizing. I got into a bunch of shit. So the money, the money was coming faster than fast. I was, never, I was never broke. At home, did they notice the change? My father, yeah. He should see me coming in with 10, 12 bags. He was like, where did this money come from? I was like, you didn't pay for it, right? The only about where the money come from. <laughs> you would not buy me this. I bought it. So you got to worry about. It. He would look at my clothes and this and that. Then I. It came to a point where I used to give him money. He's like, you got a couple of, here, just so he would peel off.
0: Right.
2: And we used to do that because I recruited the fellas. I started taking them with me because they wasn't making no money. And I'm the type of person that if I have, I want the rest of my squad to have.
0: This is the um this is the your crew from Gates or we now okay, from Saddam. So, okay, so wait, let's get back to that. So you get into that, you start doing you start sticking people up and all that. Then you get into then you start oh you got hot, I'm going back to Saddam. You go back yeah. to the block and then now how do you start meeting the other members of HBO?
2: Well, the first person I met was Henry. Mm, child then Henry. He, from Henry, he introduced me to everybody else. I started meeting everybody else. And then we just we got along. Like everything was cool. The only one that was funny, and he's my brother in law, was Chloe. Because every time Chloe came on the block, he wanted to fight somebody. <laughs> Chloe's originally from what block? Do you know he's from um, he's from Saddam also, but he's from Saddam between Saint Nick and Cyprus. He used to live oh. in Top 7.
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was up the block. Yeah. Okay. 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 So um, so that's funny. That's funny. So then you. So you mean you mean Henry? You click with Henry. He he um he then introduced you to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you like then, that group? Because this, this is a whole different crew. What you thought about
2: that with, with this new crew? Well, in all reality, they wasn't into anything. Like, I was putting them on. Okay. It was a, there was a time that we was hanging out, and I had money because I was doing what I was doing. Right. <clears throat> so I was like, yo, let's go to movies. I said, yo, let's go to movies, see this movie. So they all looked at each other. They, didn't have, they wasn't making no type of money at the time. Right. I didn't, you know, I to me, I honestly didn't know what they were doing. You know, like right. So once once I seen that, then I was like, they were like, yo, we got no money. I said, yo, I got it. Let's go. I took the whole squad. I was the, and it was funny because they all walked in. They didn't say nothing to them. I'm the last one ready to pay, and they talking about ID. <laughs> I was like, I'm the one paid. <laughs> they let them all in they all younger than me and I got id I was like what the hell
0: do you record the movie
2: mm, no nah that's gonna be crazy it's so far back I but know can imagine we had a good time like I bought the popcorn you know one thing about me if I got it and you with me I'm not gonna let you sit there with nothing you know what I mean right. I'm gonna like I'm gonna you want popcorn, you want hot, what do you, you want? I, I bought everybody. Right, then that's from what's there, up. We had a goof and we really clicked in the theater. We talked, we laughed, we joked and then I told them as we were going back home, I said, yo, you guys want to make money? You guys can come with me. And that's how it started.
0: Right, that's when the money started, started coming in.
2: Yeah, they started coming with me, we was coming off, we were shopping and, and and Knickerbocker, the owner of that store, Momos, was on our shit because we used to spend so much, always spending money in there. He, he knew us as soon as we walked in, we didn't hesitate. And there was one time I got pissed off when I went shopping. I'll never forget that day. The 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 La Tigre, the, the Tigre brand came out mm-hmm. and, and they had the jackets and all different flavors. right? And I looked at it and I'm the type that If I like it, I'm buying all of them. Right. He had the sales guy, and I was like, do me a favor. Let me get all of them. And he looked at me like I was joking. He said, you don't want all of them. I was like, what? Went in my pocket. Pulled out of wide. I said, yo, do me a favor. Don't ever talk to me like that. If I tell you I want all of them, I want all of them. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Then he wanted it be on my shit. Oh, we got this over there. No, I, I want this. Want to sell me the whole store after that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that, and, uh, and that's the thing that to, you went from not able to get clothes you want to now nah, I get whatever I want. I
2: was That t- could be addictive. I went from not being able to have what I want to being dip as hell. Right. I, I was the type that once my Adidas looked like all scuff, little scuffy. I give them to my brother. He be running all over the place, and right. I go and buy them all over again.
1: Mm.
0: That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I was going to tell you. So, so now you put the other the other guys down with the game and all that. What's um, how does HBO come together? The title. Do you remember the well, day?
2: We were all hanging out one time, right? And we thought about it, you know, because it was like a handful of us. So we we was like yo we should come up with a name and we was all of us saying names saying names saying names and the person that actually came up with the name was Black Ray gotcha because we, we, we was like WHT we was like this we was like that and then all of a sudden HBO and then we, we thought about it and then it was like homeboys only we were like yeah that's us and at the time we were going to Lucho's gym I'm
0: glad you brought that up because yeah that got brought up Lucho's gym uh, uh, Lucho if if you don't mind me if you don't mind me just saying this about Lucho um, you know doing my research and all that Lucho was a big time well respected guy in the neighborhood and um, he had a gym I think called what was the name of Spartan gym That's Spartan gym yeah Spartan gym was it
2: Spartan gym
0: right um, and uh uh it it was it was called Spartan Gym and um he took the all the kids from the block into the gym, but I left
2: He told us we're wasting good talent here. He said tomorrow I want you in my gym. Tom- from tomorrow on you guys go to my gym. But we didn't take him serious. Right. I hung out late. <laughs> late night, I was sleeping. Right. Somebody, and my room was right by the window. Somebody knocked on my window. I opened a curtain. I see Henry. I see, I'm like. <laughs> and Lucho was like, he had his newspaper. He was like. That's Yo, funny. he one of the carbines. He had his jogging in the carbines. I was tired as hell. I didn't get no sleep. He wasn't playing. And the thing I like about Lucho, that he was larger than life. Mm-hmm. And he never treated nobody different. He always had love. Like he used to call me, Papa. Come in. I would be like, what? He gave me a whole list, of, a whole list of numbers. He was like, go play these numbers for me. I'm like, okay. And he gave me fifty dollars for each number, and I'm like, then he gave me like twenty bucks for me. I, I, twenty bucks. I was like, wow. Wow. Every time he called me, I ran. I was like, twenty. <laughs> exactly. I, I got mad respect for that man.
0: Yes. Yeah, rest in peace to. Uh... <laughs>
2: Yeah, he was so cool, man.
0: So then you get to boxing. Um, how long, how was that experience like? Well, the-
2: like, I went, but like maybe once or twice. Then it didn't really dawn on me. Henry stood there. blonde Lewis stood there. Wilson and Pancho, they kept it going.
0: And and, and listen-
2: Jay. I heard, yeah, I was about to say that. Jay J was already into that before before us, way before right. us.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So uh um yeah, I heard about that. I heard that
2: <laughs> I heard it didn't last yeah. too long. <laughs> you like fuck this yeah. shit. was nah. Because like, nah, nah. when I was doing the sit-ups, that was hit me in my stomach, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, it ain't for me.
0: So okay, so um, so then that happens. Uh, uh, so you guys form a crew. So what, what what happened when now HBO is formed? So yeah, did you guys have problems with um, other crews? Did it start that way? Because I know Heart Lanes, the bowling alley that was over was on one block over. That was, that yes, was your hangout spot. Let's talk that
2: about was, that a little bit. Yeah, the the reason why there was problems because you you know always in bowling alleys, big like you, you go bowling with a crew. Right. So we was always sitting at the tables. And the owner Pat, she was cool with us, so she didn't really say nothing. So when guys would come in and we had girls with us, they would try to say something to girls. And we were the type that we were like, we get up and be like, What'd you say? And then it'll go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth till you see one guy flying through the window. <laughs> and you see Pat No, no, Pat going crazy and all oh, hell break loose in the bowling alley. And she never threw us out. She always let us in.
0: And you also had Black Black Ronnie that worked the pins. Yeah. He was a man's guy.
2: He was cool, too, because, like, when the bowling alley was closed, we used to walk by. We used to be like, hey, Ronnie, what's up? You can't give us a lane? And he he like, yeah, come in. Give me a minute. And he'll go open one up. While he's doing all the cleaning in the bowling alley, we're bowling. <laughs> Ronnie was cool, too. He was a real cool brother.
0: Um, okay, so boom. So, you guys is running hard lanes and all that. Do you remember the first time I heard a. Uh, now, nah, I, I can't say that story, I'll say that for. Um, listen, um, what I was going to tell you was when is it that you think you started making your mark
2: with HBO? We started making our mark when girls used to come to see us, mm. and that's what really brought the real beef because the girls had guys. But right. the girls liked the way we looked, because I'm light-skinned. Henry was a little dark. Wilson was darker. Pancho was caramel. So the girls, every time they came, it was funny, because they used to be like, they like my lips, Wilson's eyes, Pancho. <laughs> all of us had a feature that they said that they liked. We used to be like, We used to look at each other like... <laughs> So I should give him my lips, and he should give him his nose. Yeah, and that brought the beef, and we wasn't afraid. Like we had no, each other's back. I heard you. Got, I heard you guys was
0: gladiators. Like yeah. you got, you got most of the crew boxing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had heart. Oh. Motherfuckers fuckers was beating up grown men. I heard niggas. I heard y'all
2: was beating up grown men. But that's what it was all about. It was, it was was Back then, it was as dangerous as it was, but it's not as dangerous as now. See, back then, it was all about the knuckle game. you really like, yo, let's, let's take it to the street. And you go on the street, beam, by boom. Whoever get whipped, get whooped, but you did it as men. right? You know, these days now, yeah, you have a fight. You whoop his ass. You're walking down the street with your girl. Next thing you know, there's a car driving by. They lighten your ass up because you beat his ass... The right way. Oh absolutely. And they try to make a name, which is stupid because they do make a name, but they don't realize, okay, you you killed that popular guy, but you, you killed your life because you're going into the life. Right. So what did you actually accomplish? Right. You right. accomplished.
0: right. Now you are in jail. Well, I- Drink. Yeah, yeah. You 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 taking a shower with men. You got you got a, a, a you got another um a, got a correction
2: officer telling you when to go to sleep, when to wake and up, when to eat. got the got. But if that guy happens to know a lot of people that are actually in there, your whole bit is gonna be horrible, right? Because wherever you go, they're gonna be like, "Yo, he killed Charlie." What? You won't have beef, right? And just to take
0: away a life itself is yeah. just. Over a fucking an ass whipping is ridiculous. Or
2: Actually, that was happening. That, that, that happened a lot. A lot of guys in Bush got killed on being on a public phone. Man. Yeah. man, talking on a public phone got lit up.
0: Yeah, you know. Um. So so the girls started coming around. The, the women in the neighborhood started to notice about you guys and all that. Um. Like I'm gonna just name a few guys and just tell me the best way to describe them. Like Wilson Bones.
2: Biggest heart ever. Why you say that? Fearless. He feared nobody. Right. That's my brother. Let him rest in peace. I miss standing every day. How but you That think- was one. That was one individual that feared nobody. He didn't care. You were tall, big. He ain't fear you.
0: Um. Yeah, I heard that a lot about what. Where you think he got that from? You think that was. I would that was just circumstances of the neighborhood. You think it, it was he was he always like that? Is something I pretend that made him that way?
2: No, because when he was young, when I first met him, he was you know quiet, and then he transformed into that.
0: What do you think? It did it. What do you think? Did that
2: made him become that? The characters we became as we started getting older and older, like right. and the people we were, we were around, and knowing that you had to hold yours, because if you didn't hold yours, the word would spread throughout the neighborhood. Mm-hmm
1: right
2: it's just right. like henry too henry's another one Poncho too everybody was doing their things that people knew by name who he was because certain situations
0: who um uh henry what do you think henry was henry i think i think for henry i think he was a little flashy wasn't he like he had the little ira he, he
2: had the he was a lover boy okay he I thought that was you. It. I was going to call you the lover boy. I thought you were the lover oh, boy at the group. No, I was, I was too. I was... A, me and him. <laughs> mean, we were lover boys. Like, we'd be with the girls and take them here, do them there, you know, buy them, whatever. Yeah. Pancho, he was he was into girls, but he was he used to hang a lot. Right. He, he, was, he was suave. Pancho was suave. he talked to the girls. Me and him pulled a couple of girls together. Right. Yeah. Situations with girls. And... What, and mm-hmm. Chloe, at that time we used to see Chloe like randomly, like because Chloe had used to go up to the other side. He used to be up at Woodbine, whatever. Then on his way back home, he'd come through Saddam and we we would he would stop for a little bit, we would chit chat, you know, whatever. And if and if he was in what and with his moods, he wanted to fight. He like to be he like, not like, like to fight. To fight. Yeah. To fight. <laughs> he was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll fight any one of y'all. I don't give a fuck. We still look at him like, yeah, okay. <laughs> He ever, he ever fought Wilson? Yeah. They fought? He fought Wilson no. too. No, I don't No, They didn't fight. But he used to always be like that.
1: Yeah. But
2: yeah, he yeah. was fighting with us because, yo, come New New Year's, yeah. he used to come out of the block and be like, yo, we lived another year, and this and that. And he starts reminiscing. We right. would tie. He he just had his little crew elsewhere.
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
2: Oh.
0: And, and, and uh, 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 what about uh, Jay? This is Jay.
2: Jay? How you could describe him? He's the butcher. <laughs> yeah. Yo, there was one time I ran into him. Mm-hmm. He had an umbrella. He opened the umbrella, and he had a, the point of a knife on the top. I was like, Jay, you serious? He goes, yeah, man, you never know. I was like, in an <laughs> umbrella, Jay? Yo, on the <laughs> tip of my umbrella, I'm like, "Yo, Jay, you crazy?" Yeah, Jay, yo, Jay had a knife.
0: Yeah, he told me he loved it. He enjoyed it. He fucking oh, loved the knife wow. shit, bro. He fucking and 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 um, I think he, he was, was going go for that. that. Yeah, he was. He, he became, was going for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you guys out there, yeah. You guys is repping out there and doing what you got to do. Um, I know. Does the crew um then at some point you guys expanded a little bit? You like
2: it became yeah. this big thing because we didn't really want it to get to where it got. Right. You know, we wanted it to stay within us. Right. But guys kept coming like, yo, can I get down with HBO? And, and we would look and ask each other and be like, What do you think? And they'd be like, they look at the kid. They be like, all right, make sure you buy a shirt and a hat. All right, all right. And from that one kid, they just kept coming and coming and coming because we would get into They knew the situations we would get into. So they knew we were known. And yo, next thing you know, it was like HBO was worldwide. We were like, and then we actually sat down and were like, yo, we didn't think it was going to get like that. We were like, yo, HBO is like, big
0: hey, nah. Right. Now you say that you, and another thing you guys was doing that you were so ahead of the curve is that you guys had basically your own clothing line. You guys, yeah. cause it like, you know, I know back then gangs had hats. They would put their name on the hats. They had like a, those little vests. But you guys would put that like on two button down polo shirts, uh, tank tops. Like who came up with that concept? Like what and hat, everything. You guys was really like HBO Hard.
2: Yeah, we did. We um, we figured putting on hats and shirts, right? Uh, and we and we were putting them on um, I think they were the the the, the Tigris shirts.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's there's pictures of that and everything with you guys. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. dope. Yeah, yep. There's a picture of you Henry with the uh, HBO shirts, and I was like, look at these motherfuckers. Dope.
2: We also put them on the jackets. They were chi- I think they were called Chinese Chinese collar jackets. Okay, we were putting them on that too
0: did you guys ever get into problems like walking around with those HBO's sh- or look at HBO right there like if you had beef for other niggas or at that time not really
1: no there was one time
2: we was in Coney Island we had went to Coney Island the whole block mm-hmm. and we actually ran into another chapter of HBO we was in the ball walking walking over and I'm seeing HBO and I'm like I don't know him <laughs> so we were like uh, we were all talking like, "Yo, what's up with these cats?" We were looking. Uh, there was a lot more than us, yeah. and we was already plotting Like, "Yo, we hit them with this, grab that bottle. We do this, we do that." But they, all they wanted to know, like, where, what, where we were from. Right. They, they, when they walked up on us, we ready to fight. They're like, "No, nah, no, nah, ain't no beef, ain't no beef." What, ch- what chapter you guys from? Where you guys from? We were like, "Oh, we from Butcher." And then they were like, "Oh, we from around here, Corny Island." Whenever you come through, you guys are all right. Don't worry about that. This and that. I was like, okay.
0: That's crazy. So it was so
2: big that there was chapters. I didn't, we didn't realize, we honestly thought that we were the only HBO. So to see them at Corny Island, we were like, oh shit, there's HBO out here too.
0: (laughs) Did they, did you explain to them guys that you guys were the originators?
2: Yeah, we told him. We was like, we didn't think that there was. We said we we actually came up with the crew. He goes, Nah, we from out here too, and it's WHT. We hang tight. He, a bunch of crews that were out in Coriana, and we were like, Oh, okay. They just told us, if anything, come down here. We here, you know, we all the same. What we got to do is come look for us HBO, and if there's any issues. You know, the way we were, we never looked for anybody. We had our own, you know.
0: That must have been a little, um, must have been taken back by that. To honestly, like, to go to another section of Brooklyn and then to see HBO, something that was your creation, you guys, baby, and it's, like, it expanded. That's That must have been crazy. I know that train ride or that car ride, home must have been like, yo, we
2: on. We lit. Yeah, we, were, we, were, we were bugging out with that. We went home. and We were like, "Wonder where the hell else is the HBO like that we don't right. even know about."
0: That's facts. So, um, when you guys uh, uh uh so when you went out there, when you got back to the neighborhood and everything, when when exactly uh you think it went from there? Like, okay, you guys already got the shirts. You're really well-known in, uh, in the neighborhood. You got girls running up on y'all. I know you told me, uh, you shared the story how the girls had pulled up one time in the corner was like, look, we nominate you guys for the best dressed
2: uh, guys in they the had, neighborhood. They had told me and Wilson that. We was like, we were standing in the corner when they said that. We were like, we looked at each other we were like, okay.
0: <laughs> what was a typical day for you guys? Like, what was your ritual? What, what is it that you guys did? When you got like, I mean, during the summertime?
2: During the summertime, we would chill on the block and then walk down the app because at that time, the app was always packed with girls walking back and forth. Yeah. So we used to get different walk the whole app to a certain... Block and right. head back. Okay. And then head back and go back to the block. We're normally always on the block. I had my radio out. If we wasn't in the corner store, right. it was on. Still. How They're close? Singing some songs and dancing.
0: Right. How close you and Wilson were? Who's who, who you who you was um, closest with out of the crew? You think? Who you Wilson. think you had a
2: Wilson? Wilson. Was, Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> See what well, the reason why I was close about Wilson because there's stories that we know about each other that stood within ourselves. We didn't. We weren't the type that I would tell you something, you go run tell the next one. Up. Whatever we spoke about, whatever girl we spoke about, whatever girl we had hot with, whatever girl was freaky, whatever, whatever, stood between me and him. Right. That's that's the bond we had. Like I knew I could have went up to him and said, "Yo." this just happened to happen he it's not like he'll go run and go tell this guy or that guy it stood between us you know right. we had a bond that we were brothers man we we had a real tight bond he would come to my house i would go to his house it was it was tight man tight
0: even at one point you you told me um behind the scenes, that you guys were so close that you would share clothes at one point, too. You yeah. like, yo, let me rock that yeah. shirt. Let me get your
2: shirt. Because we used to buy similar clothes, but different colors or different styles. Right. So he'd come to my house, and he'd be like, yo, I'm going to wear this shirt and this coat. Right. And I'm right. like, I'm, you know, he, he, we already knew to take care of this shit. If not, <laughs> it, it becomes yours. Right. So I used to be all right, and I go to his house. And I either borrow his coat or something, depending on what I was wearing that day. That's how we kept it.
0: And I'm sure that you was close with his family, his
2: his mom yeah. and all that. He knew your family. I, I went to school with his brother Kenny. Okay. I knew his big, I knew his big brother first. Right. Then his big brother passed away, and I mean, him got real real tight. And I used to bug out with his little brother, Roderick, which he expanded and he became who he was. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So um, when you started, uh, when you guys was real close and, and you started hanging out with uh, Wilson, I think we talked a little bit already about how he, um, the transformation for him. Um, yeah. when, when you think, I know we already talked about HBO at its peak. And all that was you there for? I know I spoke to some of the guys. Those you guys, there was a lot of brawls between you know crews clashing to the crews. There was a lot of uh, uh, I heard stories about
2: heart lanes yeah. <laughs> and all that. Like I was there for some, right? But I wasn't there for like the majority because out of all of us, I was the one going in and out of Rikers Island.
0: Okay, when did when you start? When did you do your first bit? 83. Oh, so you went in early?
2: I was 17 years old.
0: What you went in for, if you don't mind me asking?
2: I went up for what I had I had a couple of charges. The judge got tired of giving me, sending me to Rikers Island. He said, this time you're going to the mountains. I had gun possession, burglary, robbery. I had a bunch of shit. And 17, 17. Up. Right. 17. then my
1: first
2: bit I did it one to three.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's cool. So so used you guys did um did the crews get locked up a lot of times or it was just like really you that's going in and out? And how was it, it when you was huh?
2: It, it was really me. It
0: was really you it was, was like it was like fucking pop bro. <laughs> it was, it
2: was, it was <laughs> so I I, I kind of like missed out. The last bit I did. The first bit I did was when they started actually. Some, they started putting them on to selling drugs. This is a journey. Yeah, was awesome. was, that's when they started really blowing up. I heard this guy had that car. This one bought that motorcycle, and I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. broadcast for you a special news
1: bulletin
2: from our on the spot passport oh my gosh the music just turns me on well, right. they make money. movie shit i was like because i was hearing that in rikers island when i called my stepmother she'd be like oh he bought this and not and this one got that i was like what are they doing <laughs> my stepmother you know she didn't know that well, what was up Right, 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 right. So I was like, wow. So when I came home is when I actually seen what was going on because they wanted to put me on. And I didn't really like being nobody, having a leader. You know what I mean? So, like, I kind of backed off and I was like, no, I'm good.
0: Right, because uh, while you was gone, well, I want to get to that big merger with KB and them. But before we get there, so how was it going to jail, going through the jail system at an early age? Because that's a different experience. Was you repping HBO in there? Was it? Let me just got Yeah.
2: yeah. One, thing, one thing about me, like, I rep wherever I go. Right. And I've come across people from the neighborhood, you know, and they've seen how I do. I don't got to come home and, and, like, say the war stories. I let people find out for themselves. When they come across somebody, be like, yo, that nigga right there, he was doing this and he was doing that. Right. I'm not, I'm not the bragging type. Right. people who see me how they see me and this, you know that's who I chose to be I didn't choose to be like ah, oh shit that's Pops yoga no I'm me Right, I'm mellow I hold it down that's
0: what i was gonna say you could tell by your demeanor the way you speak yeah. the way you move you move like you know you could tell and that you think it
2: through and I came across a lot of different boroughs like there was one time I was in Rockets Island and I was running with Niggas from the Bronx, LES, and we were going to go work in a mess hall. And I came across Black Ray. Oh, where? You know? yeah. yeah, he was in the mess hall. He shot him He started me out. I turned around. I think he needed smokes, and I gave him a pack. I was like, "Yo, don't give nobody nothing." That was the mm-hmm. first time I think Ray was in there too. Then mm-hmm. I went in. Then I think I I met I ran into him again in Elmira, as I think I was coming home. I was getting transferred.
0: That's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. so I mean, that's what I'm, it is. Yeah,
2: I'm What it is in in, the, in the prison? You got to be you. Right. you know what I mean, regardless if you see the act, you see people acting like. You got to be you. The same way you in the street. That's the same way you gonna be wherever you go. If and if, and it's even better because you are already locked up. So if you got to do something, you do it. Right. You not at that time. You wasn't getting another charge. Now you, you will. But at that yeah. time, you was getting under the charge. You get slapped in the hand and put in a box or whatever you were getting put. Even when my little brother went in there, Kabo yeah. went in in Rikers Island. I went with a whole squad to his house because yeah. I know he never been there. He looked like a white boy. And right. he didn't talk Spanish at the time. Right. So I went to his house and I let niggas know, yo, that's my little brother. Right. I was like, he's Puerto Rican, whatever. He, that's my little brother. Look out for him. And they were like,
0: "All right, that's dope." Of course, and and that's what it is, is you know, because in the jail, and especially Rikers Island, like if for those that are not from New York, Rikers Island is a notorious fucking jail. It's on. It's in the island. It's separated from everything else, and it's and just that time. Ooh,
2: Now it's not the same talk about it. At That time was fire. Rikers Island is in the eighties. Jesus you would see bodies get carried out with a white sheet and the white sheet wouldn't be white. It would be red. Yeah. In the regular. And I ran into a lot of motherfuckers from right um, on Bushwick in there that I didn't even know. I right. ran into Scarface Mellow. I ran into Little Irv. God, let him rest in peace. I ran into Black Ray, like I told you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ran into a lot of cats.
0: I think you said I think um, last time you said I think you ran to Spunk. Was it Spunk you saw me? Yeah, yeah,
2: Spunk. too. Spunky was the first time I landed in on I ran to Spunky. Yeah, he was the one to give me actually a a a a, a gun. He said, "Yo, here, take this."
0: <laughs> no, I remember you telling me. He, he said, "Yo, I'm gonna give you a gun,"
2: and you just telling me, "I had no idea. I actually thought it was a real gun." Right. Because I know they call a the razor a gun. So I'm like... At the time, how yeah. how is he going to pull this off with all these COs right there? That's when he kicked a razor over to me. I was like... I, I looked at him. I said, gun? He said, yeah. I said, oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah, in general. Know it was. Because he had my head fucked up. I said, how the fuck is he going to kick a gun all the way over here to me with all these cops here? Right. <laughs> he was holding it down, too, because he came to the Wyoming Pen... He had an Adidas, he had a fly-ass Adidas suit on, some Adidas on. I was like, fucking spunky. That's what I'm talking about. And that's, and that's, like I said,
0: when it comes to Bushwick dudes, we hold it down no matter where we at. You know what I'm saying? We holding it down. So-
2: and up north, up north you got, um, what's his name? He's been holding it down for years, and he's from Brook um Bushwick. um. Hound Dog,
1: Hound
0: Dog,
2: got up north on lock. When I tell you uh-uh. on lockdown, Woo. I
0: don't know. I never heard of
2: that he name. He read Bushwick hard. Kid.
0: Shout out to him. Anybody that's representing Bushwick yeah. and doing this prize, shout out to that brother. So yeah, when you, yeah, 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 he's been there for years. Mm. Hopefully he got home. He could come home soon, be with his loved yeah. ones. I was going to tell you so. Let's take it. Okay, so let's take it to where you find out about Wilson. Where you was at? How did you find out? And
2: I, I, I got a bid. I had gotten a bid. I think sixty days, some shit like that. I was in like right? And I got lucky. I got. I ended up getting a job in the Bronx courts, feeding the guys lunch, whatever. So eventually. They didn't like the trip that kept taking from Queens to the Bronx. They transferred, they transferred us to the Bronx house.
0: Right.
2: I used to call all the time. So I got to speak to us. And the last time I did, I was telling y'all, I got a week to go. Chill. Stay home. Don't go nowhere because I knew how he was. Anybody that came to him talking about, oh, I got beef, I got... He didn't care. He get dressed and he go down. If you were cool with him, he'll go down if he right. knew you. And mm-hmm. I know there's one individual that every time he had problems, he used to come get us. Then when we would go where the problem was, he started the problem and told people we were his brothers. Mm. Oh, I'm going to go get my brothers. Right. So when we got there, we would slap him in his head and be like, yo, what you doing? Right. And... He was the one that called my Wilson down and shit happened.
0: Um, when did you, when that conversation, when you, when you used to speak to Wilson, was you hearing about all the stories that he was getting involved with? Like, you know, I know, cause I, I know he was feared a lot. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I know he, he was getting into a lot of scuffles. Would you, you know, would you telling him like, yo, chill? Like, cause That's I know what you, I was you
2: telling him. Yeah. No, I know you was I telling him. Let me tell me something. I'm going to tell you the truth, and I'm going to be straight up and honest. Yeah. If I would have been home, Wilson would have been here today. Mm. Because I was one that used to tell him, yo, let's not go to that block. Cause something's up that he, this kid wants us to go to that block. Right. And I used to take so – there was times I used to come talk him out of – Walling out because he used to like want to go to niggas' block and be like, Yo, fuck that. I'm gonna call him outside. I'm gonna tell you, yo. And I just be like, Yo, chill. Just let it ride. You know what I mean? If they want it, they come for it. Right. They don't come for it. They don't really want it. They always said it. If I would have been home, some days would have went by. He would have been here today. Because I, I was always with his ass and. You know, he told me about certain individuals that he that they think that he don't know who they really was. Right. And I, I'm the only one that knows all that, and I would never tell nobody else. If anything, I kept it to myself, and I observed those certain individuals. And he was right.
0: What kind of man do you think he would have been today if he was still alive? If you could see Wilson. Because he was, what, how old he was when he passed, when he was murdered, not passed, when he was murdered?
2: He was, he was young. I think he was what?
0: Early 20s, right? Yeah. Well, you think he would have been at this age? What, what kind of life do you see him? Do you see him? Obviously, you guys still hanging out.
2: I know. Oh, yeah. He would have been my daughter's godfather. There's no doubt about that.
1: Right.
2: Um, He wanted a kid. Really? Yeah, he wanted. He actually wanted a son.
0: Was he, did he have a girlfriend at the time?
2: Yeah, he had. Um, the hell was her name? And then she had claimed she was pregnant, and we was all catering to her. And she wasn't pregnant. What the hell was uh, her name? She lived on. She lived on Green. Okay. I don't.
0: No, nah, that's cool. You don't have to remember anything. okay, he was in the So he wanted to be a father. That would have been dope. Did you hear anything? Did you get a chance to go to the funeral?
2: Nah, I tried. I tried to lie and say I was family and everything because there were certain individuals that went there. Right. What I heard, that shouldn't have been there. Mm. So I was going to wild out. If I would have got close, I was going to wild out because, you know, don't go there and act like you paying your respect when you're really not. Right. No. Crazy.
0: Damn. You know, rest in peace, Wilson. I could have just, like I said, I hear so many, like people that speak of Wilson is always in high regard. You know what I'm saying? It's always, he was real.
2: And he was a cool brother. Yo, we used to be in the corner. He starts singing the songs and dancing. And on my stoop, and me and him would walk. I got a a lot of pictures too, man, but they're in my stories. Me and him. With the whole lease suits on, with Adidas on, trying to look like Run DMC out this place. Yo, yeah, that's why. Right.
0: Let's up. let's. T- t- do you have a funny story with him? Because uh, all the stories that I hear is like, yo, he was no joke. He will, yo, he was smack. But was he a
2: funny guy? Because I know he was a tough guy, but was he funny? Was he? Yeah, he was funny. He he, funny. he would do his funny things like, and then the way he laughed too. I used to, he used to, he used to tell me some shit and make me laugh. Like. It <laughs> yeah, was one night. There was one night we did some crazy shit, and Henry was with us that night. But we dropped him off. Right. He wanted to take this kid's motorcycle. He okay. said, I'm to take his motorcycle. I don't think he liked the kid either. And I was like, yeah, well, but chill. He's like, nah no, fuck that. I'm gonna tell you. You take the car, and I'm gonna go act like I'm gonna talk to him, and I'm gonna take his bike. We drive by, Henry said, what's up? We rolled the window and he saw us. Then we kept going. We seen him again. We drop right. Henry off. We see him again. Wilson's like, oh, fuck that, fuck that. Yo, he's right there. I'm going to go take him out. So we both get out the car and leave the car on. Right. And at the time, Wilson's Audi, all, his windows were black. So we walk up to the guy. He's on one side, I'm on the other. I'm, I'm waiting for him to hit him because I know how Wilson is. Wilson's going to hit him. and And I don't know why I think this guy was ready for it so we were talking the guy said something like oh you think I'm alone next thing we know yo we surrounded and I'm like and we ain't had nothing no weapons no nothing and I'm looking at Wilson Wilson looking at me and I'm like "Then one kids acting like he's packing he's like yo what's up you want me to you want me to cap him cap him and I'm like it just dawned on me that we had Henry and I'm like Yo, you know we're not alone. I said, you know there's somebody else in that car. Tell your man to slow down and relax. And, Mm -hmm. yo, that shit actually worked. You was bluffing because he saw Henry earlier. It was a a hell of a bluff because we were going to get our ass whooped. Right. All shot. All shot. Yeah. We started walking to the car. And since the window was tinted, open the door closed, Wilson was laughing and driving away. He said, yo, we got away <laughs> with that. And I'm looking at yeah, motherfucker. We got away with that. Yep. drove all the way to fuck back home laughing, Okay, We couldn't believe That's it. Crazy. Yo, we got out of that. That's, That's great. Crazy. Yo, you
0: know, I saw a picture. This is a picture of you in the middle of a sofa. And then it's Henry and Roderick on the side of you. One is in the left and one's in the right. And they both got a gun in your hand. They got like... Yeah. Each, I think y'all all had guns. Yeah. And it was pointing at your head, and I thought that that was telling. That was revealing. Like, these these are young boys playing with guns, young men playing with guns. First of all, was that real guns?
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. My whole record, my whole record. See, people don't know this because I don't expose myself. I was always packing, but nobody knew that. My rap sheet, always gun possession, gun possession, gun possession with intense using. My rap sheet is like, sheesh. Yeah, I thought that was... Back in the days, get caught with a gun, you get slapped in the hand. It wasn't like you had a fear carrying a gun.
1: Right.
2: Now, you get like three years for having a gun. It's a right. total different ballgame. It's right. crazy. Do you remember that day when you took that portfolio? That was... I know where we took it. I don't remember that day, right. but we took it in, in this girl's house that we used to hang out in. And her name was Chiquita,
0: and y'all were just carrying the guns with y'all. Like, hell is gonna go see the shorty. <laughs> everybody grabs
2: a yeah. gun, and everybody, and everybody pulled out. <laughs> the shorty, sure, it, was, it was it was rough, man. You know, no, I know. That's what mm-hmm. people try to take your sheepskin, or they will try to take your Adidas. Like, that's why when I went into Rikers Island. I already knew what that was because it was happening in the street. Yeah. So if I ain't let it happen in the street, there's no way in hell I'm going to let it happen in Island. Right. And another yeah. thing we used to do that was funny, it was funny too, like they knew you got locked up. They knew what you had on. The day they knew you were coming home, they wait for you on your stoop to see if you actually come home with everything you had. Mm.
0: So even when you coming back to the neighborhood, they wanted to know, (laughs) you you
2: know how you if you you held yours down or you let them just take your shit.
0: When you um when you when the the crew sold to HBO, so now the crew's making money. When you came home, was you taken care
2: of? Like yo, look, we got you. Or yeah, I mean, to a degree, they put me on to somewhat. You know, they took me to their house. We were still hanging tight. I was a little upset because there ain't none of them writing me and shit. Right. Visit me, so I, I kind of like screamed on them in a the corner and on the corner. I was like, yo, y'all motherfuckers couldn't write me and this and that, you know. And they were that- there. They had jewelry on, everything. I'm like, y'all making money, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I see y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. That's when they, they introduced me to Pops from KB, but he wanted. He told me. He said, "I heard a lot about you. This and that. You know, you want to get down, whatever." And like I said, I'm not used to having no leader. Right. So it was like, nah, I'm good. You know, whatever, whatever. I ended up, I ended up bubbling for him. Don't get me wrong. I was on Troutman With um, what the hell was his name? I was on Troutman with this other kid, and they shot at us. They shot him in the leg, and I jumped through the window, and then KB Pops went over there and actually. Lick the motherfucker
0: fuck up. Mm. Also, lit to a degree, up. to to a certain degree, you guys make money a little bit together and all
2: that. And I used to hang out with with certain friends of mine, like keep them company because they would break night, and I used to break night, so I used to just, just chill with them while they worked, and like when they would go to Delancey, like this one person, boomer. Bought me a whole suede front. I said, Nah, nah, nah. He goes, Yeah, don't worry, nah. He was like, Nah, you hung out with me all night, man. I got you. <laughs> I figured, yeah, Trauma was, was
0: crazy. Block, Yo, Traumman was yeah. in, saw millions. I want to do a story on Traumman too.
2: Yeah, Traumman, my man Supreme had Traumman on lock. Mm. That was his block. Mm. Supreme, Saul, um, what the f- the little brother's name? Perucho, whatever. Uh, Forgot the little brother's
1: name. I was
2: going I was up north with both, which two of them?
0: I was going to tell you that I heard a story. I don't know if it's true. Let me know if this is accurate. But one time they said you was hanging out in front of um, Henry and Wilson's building, and they wasn't sure if you was with Wilson or you was with Henry. But a car rolled up, the window dropped, and they they shot up the building. Yeah. And I heard that yeah. you jumped. I don't know, inside of a car or something where they, was this true? You know what story I'm talking about? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: What happened?
2: We had beef. It's like I told you, we had beef. And it also happened in front of the bowling alley.
0: Right.
2: No, I don't even think it was in front of the house. It It was was in front of the house? Oh, okay, 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 okay. It was the bowling alley. We were outside and the car drove slow. And the windows went down, and they just started letting out on the wall of, of the bowling alley. And everybody took a dive.
1: Right. And then that's wasn't how
0: there, it was. That's what I'm saying. And wasn't there another story I think you told me last time that you was at a um, Knickerbocker? Wasn't, you, didn't you tell me a story... Oh uh, no 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 that was somebody else that was somebody else there was, but you know what it is I took and if there's everybody has a story when the window dropped and they just start letting off. And oh that ain't is- nothing.
1: Yeah there
2: was there was another time we on motorcycles. Me and Henry on our we on one side, Wilson's on the other side. Right? Me and Henry talking, blah 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 blah. Next thing we know, we look over at Wilson, he's beating the guy up with the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> the guy takes off in the car, boom, man. we like, yo, what's up? He's like, yo, fuck that nigga, man. Nigga talked to me hype. We were like, yo, <laughs> that was another beef. Oh. <laughs> uh, so was the one that was always laying up the beef. <laughs> yo, that's no so temper, bro. Because if you looked at him a certain way, he'd be like, what's up? And you know, uh, you, the niggas gonna respond back, so this thing was he took his helmet off and he started cracking him. I was like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yo, I have a funny story. Someone told me this. Um, it was like, yo, only Papa could do this shit. So I heard it was, there was this dude, I forget his name. It's not even the point. There was a dude from the neighborhood. I heard he was real big, muscular guy. So you guys was in front of um, 162, I think by Top Terrace. Yeah. So... I, I don't know what happened between you and this individual, but I think that guy was looking at each other. And, um, so the guy's real big and then then he Mm -hmm. says something, I think he he tells you, so, so you want to fight? And then you just kind of suck it. Yo, man, I don't, yo, and Quentin was there. He was like, yo, yo, Quentin, you want to fight this nigga? Because I don't even know this nigga. <laughs> yo, that shit is hilarious because it's like, Bob was like, yo, yo Quentin, go fuck this nigga up. <laughs> and, and I heard Quentin just smirked. And he was like, and then, and they went at it. Do you, is that your story? Some shit like that?
2: Yeah, no. Nah, Quenty used to have beef. Right. And there was some of his, his beef. Like when the guys were all out of time, I used to wind up fighting them.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that was, well, yeah, I, heard. I ended up, I ended up fighting. You remember the brothers that were boxers? No. That yeah, lit up Saddam Street? I ended up fighting one of them. Nah. Right in front of the store on the corner on, on St. Nick. No,
0: nah, yeah. but I was there when there was we had a problem but another there was a problem with another crew, and you found out what happened, you told people from this, and this is you little, this is not even HBO, this is like in the nineties. And then you was like, What?
1: Yeah. And Man, you, I just parts. came home.
0: Yeah. I just came home from doing my like, second
1: bit.
0: You wasn't even living on the block. You was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Fuck that, let's go. And I was like, Yeah, yeah that's Papa from HBO. That's the HBO Papa, <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying? And then you got it, then you wind up finding
2: somebody. <laughs> yeah. I got, yeah, I, I got I got, snuffed. Yeah, sucker punch. I, I got snuffed from a kid that was in a store. Yeah, and then I bought Arsenio.
0: Yeah, and then you want to find him Arsenio. I, I remember that shit. And I was like, yeah, that's Papa. When was the last time you think it felt like HBO? Like, when, you, if, you, if you think about it, when you guys were together, when did it feel like it?
2: Wow. There's many moons. Many moons back, man.
0: I think you told me a story about a convertible that involved an incredible... uh, Oh,
2: oh, yeah, he was in a... rent. That was. Well, I don't think
0: that... Was that the last time? No, and not the last time you was together, but what was the last time it felt
2: like a crew, like you guys were young, innocent, you was having a good time. Because I think Wilson had a hookup in a rental. The girl liked him. Right. So he was able to pull out whatever whip he wanted. So he pulled out the convertible... We were all dipped. And you know who got that picture? He showed it to me? Roger. Roger oh, got huh? that picture. Yeah, of all of us in the convertible. He got a nice picture. The only thing is he X'd out one head, which is the little rat that got his brother taken out. Mm. And we was in Manhattan chilling. We were loving the convertible. We were chilling. And that that was a real funny day that day. Who's in that?
0: Who's in that car?
2: It was me, Wilson, Henry, Pancho, Chloe, and this little kid, Carlito.
0: Wait, uh, real quick, uh, a few words about Pancho. Rest in peace.
2: Yeah, Pancho. Pancho was a cool brother. Me and him. One thing about me and him: every anywhere I went with him, we were pulling girls. If I saw a girl, I'd be like, "Yo, Pancho, you down?" He's like, "Yeah." We pull over, we start talking to him, and we pull. him. I know you and said could, that. And, and I also had an incident with him in a club.
1: Man.
2: Which I wasn't expecting him to do that. We were going up the stairs. I think we was in, I believe, Webster Hall. And we were taking our times with our drink, going up the stairs. And the guys behind him was like, yo, Harry, he turned around. And I, I turned around and look at him. I thought he was going to swing at him. Mm-hmm. He kicked the dude in the chest. Boom! <laughs> Down the stairs, and my eyes open because I'm like, "Oh shit! Now we got beef." And then you got beef going exit. You gotta leave that way. <laughs> Yo, when I used to go to the clubs, always have beef. Yeah. Always have it. Never it never failed. Whatever whatever club, there was always beef. I was like, "Yo, what's going on?"
0: So what happened after that? You kicked them. You guys got into a fight, or it- yeah.
2: Poncho ran down. I ran behind Poncho. I'm going with Poncho. Next thing I know, somebody hits me with a chair. Broke the chair on me. Like, I didn't feel nothing. The bouncer grabbed me. He said, you all right? I'm like, yeah. He said, they just broke a chair on you. I was like, you know, you all excited. I didn't feel nothing. And then they wind up throwing them guys out. Mm. I told Poncho, you crazy. Like, fuck that, man. Nigga rushed out and let's go up the stairs. Poncho was another, like, Poncho had a short trigger. Mm. Poncho had to let loose. He let loose right there.
0: Um, I was going to tell you, what do you think is the the legacy of HBO? When you think about you guys' legacy and everything you guys been through, I know you did. There was a part when you went to jail and, and the HBO continued and made money and did all these other things, and you lost a few of your brothers. Hey, what my- it is
2: for us was we made, we made money we had girls, we had fun, and you could say we lived life for what it was. You know what I mean? Like, right. at that time, like, we held it down and we always looked out for one another, and we always looked for one another. We were yeah. tight, it was a bond, like. Right, I was about to say that.
0: I, I, I feel as if HBO, especially when you come from Saddam, it was like mm-hmm. family. And I think that's what separated us from a lot of people. Because yeah. I, even on that block, everybody looked out for yeah. each other. From the older ladies, like, you know. Yeah. If there we was- have
2: respect, that's one thing that we were loved on our block. Because right. we were who we were, but we respected our elders.
0: Right.
2: We respected our block. We didn't want no kind of drugs on our block. Because all the little kids, even you two guys, Mm-hmm. You two guys were young. We didn't want no drugs around no kids. Right. We didn't want to have no hypodemic needles in the street, on. so we didn't allow it at, at all on the block. And they were dying to put some on the block, and we would not let it happen.
0: And I heard uh, some people tried, and that caused a lot of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of wars. Jay uh, spoke about that. Um. No, nah, no, nah, definitely. And, and I, to me personally, I think. HBO and many crews, like I said, this is just not to single you guys out because I know Bushwick as a collective has been putting Bushwick on the map. Like you said, there was a lot of moving parts when it comes to Bushwick. But me personally, HBO, that's that's my upbringing. You guys was gladiators. You guys was legends and continue to be legends. You know what I'm saying? You can't talk about Bushwick history, especially in the 80s and not mention HBO. And
2: I don't change. I'm still me. Like, if one of my boys needs something or, and I'm there and I got it, I still mm-hmm. do what I did back then. I still what? look up. What? You know, If I know you ain't have it, I'll be like, yo, here. Let's go here. Let's go eat. Let's go to the club. Let's go do this. I'm still me. I don't change.
0: You know what would be dope when this is all said and done to have a photo with or HBO, that'd be dope. You know, as much because I know that would actually be nice, honestly. I would yeah. love that. I would love that. I would love to you see have- you guys all together. HBO put it together with the doc uh with the documentary, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Podcast. I think we'll be- have to get into touch with
2: everybody and try to get everybody in one spot.
0: Yeah. And I know it's yeah. hard with the COVID-19 and all that, but I think we yeah. still even if motherfuckers got a mask, we still can figure it out. And motherfuckers yeah. getting together anyway. <laughs>
2: Let's be real.
0: It's true. Yeah. And
2: what I like about the outcome of all, all of that is right. like you guys. Yeah. You guys grew up to be great men. You're doing so much positive things, and good things are coming your way. Like that's what you want to see. Even yeah. though we were how we were, but we it's like Pucho. Pucho's a great dad. Yo, he's a hard worker. I remember him climbing out his window in diapers, and we had to bring him back home.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> sure was wild. Look at him.
2: He's a workaholic. He takes yeah. care of his kids. Absolutely. He, he was just on vacation, in Puerto Rico, having fun. I've seen all his pictures. Wow. I'm propping him too, man. Yeah. You so know, we to for sure. you guys you see you guys, and you guys grew up to be the great men and fathers that you guys thought. now, and you guys are still doing your positive shit. And that's yeah. good. That's a good thing.
0: Yeah. I appreciate that. You know that means a lot coming from you. And um, you know, at the end of the day, this is what it's about. Like I said, I'm proud. I'm proud to be from Brooklyn, especially from Bushwick. Um, that shaped that shaped me. That shaped everybody. You know, it's not only me. It's all those. Like you said, all the You're young men.
2: Who you are, right? I mean, it taught you how to carry yourself, how to defend yourself, how to go about things, depending which way it has to go,
0: right? And and yeah, and be prepared for whatever throws your way. That's why I have that mentality where it's just like I'm just pretty much ready for anything. And just because, like I said, where I come from, you know, and that survival instincts and, and and you know, hold yourself down, you know, no matter what. Don't look for trouble, but be prepared for it. Like I said, this is not about this is not about being a tough guy, but as men, you gotta hold it down. You know what I'm saying? You Take your loved
2: ones. You that's be what faithful. I do. No. Yeah. When I go to a bar, like, you can't go to a bar and have fun right now. Yeah. Because there's always somebody there that look at you and just kind of like, just don't like the way you're carrying yourself. I go to a bar, have a couple of drinks. As soon, as soon as I see that there's one individual that's been eyeballing me all night, I have my last drink, I'm out. Yeah, smart. Because ain't nobody going to make a name by taking me out. Right. Because that's what it's all about now. Yeah. They don't think. They yeah. just come off the ball and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I killed that motherfucker. I don't know who he was.
0: Yeah. But no, nobody wanna get nobody wants to fight. Nobody wanna knuckle up. And yeah. that shit is corny, man. And this yeah. is what I'm saying, man. I just this this is a celebration um to for Bushwick. Uh, you know, I'm under the tell the HBO story. I thank you for your time. I know this was not easy. I know we had to do. We had a few setbacks. I apologize. But
2: it's but all I, good because for you, friends, if it's yeah. for you, it's no problems regardless of
0: what. I appreciate that. I think I know when this is all um, gets put together, it's going to be amazing. Piece, man. This is something that Bushwick can stand behind. Yeah. I think, like I said, you guys, you guys survived a lot. You guys seen so much and been through so much, and not everybody made it. Not everybody. That's a I'm sure if I were to tell you give me, right if I were it's to not. tell you, give me a list of people that passed since yeah. you met, oh my God, we'd be here for another half an hour. And I definitely want to do that. But for all the fall, fallen soldiers, man, rest in peace. Yeah. When, when someone goes down, it's just not that person. You know, it affects uh-huh. their mother, their brothers, their mm-hmm. sisters, cousins. It's just it's unfortunate. And like yeah. I said, the 80s was crazy. But you, look, I'm here to talk to you,
2: be here to talk mm-hmm. about it, share laughs. It was crazy, but it was also so much fun. Hey, no, and that's the so people right. so many parties, so many jams, right. so many block parties. You don't see that no more. Right. That right. don't fade out, man. Right. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. I remember yeah. they used to just block party come out of nowhere. They pull out these monster speakers, the yeah. DJ stuff with block parties on. Nobody even knew about it. it just and right the black- then and then that was it. And the block parties was- in Saddam was crazy, bro.
0: And the block parties.
2: Took- Trumpman had a block party going for over a week. Wow, I know. I know that. Was a block. Really? used to, and yo, they just keep it going. But you couldn't go into that block if you, <laughs> you wasn't somebody. I tell you man. right now, I don't even try to go to that block party. Man. That's how man. it was.
0: Oh man! Well, shout out to everybody in Butchwick, man. Yeah. Papo Don, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. We're gonna make history with this, and like I said, we're gonna tell many stories um, from other crews, but we had to start it started with HBO, the one and only. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm
2: excited for this to to drop and see what kind of reaction. I'm excited we get.
1: too because
2: there's gonna be a lot of people watching this that I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, and they probably wondering like, what's going on with me. Nice. That's exactly what happened. Like. like, oh shit. Look, it's... look where he at look, look where... you know he's still alive. Cause that was one time when it's a bushwick dead. They were like, yo, we thought you were dead. I'm like, what? Ain't nobody dead.
0: You alive and kicking. Yeah. So we're gonna get this, we're gonna get this photo op with HBO, the whole HBO. I'm gonna yeah, keep you in tune with everything, man. And I like to thank all the viewers. This is part two. We got part three with Lizard J coming up. That's gonna be incredible the hbo story my hub uh-huh. podcast we out don appreciate you all right baby all right. All right.